0: Hey, y'all, hey, welcome to the Joys of Loss podcast, where we acknowledge, accept, and address our major life transitions so that we can learn better, love better, and live better. Since we won't make it out alive, let's have a divine time, and remember to always stay wild. I am your host, Zan Washington, and this is episode four. All right, so episode four. Oh man, y'all. I, I'm just gonna stay being hyped, you know. I'm gonna stay being excited because here we are, episode four, and I have been recording every week for four weeks, and I'm I'm this is awesome. So I'm I'm just really proud of myself. So I'm just gonna do a shout out to myself. A shout out to my assistant, Jelly. Love you, boo. Ayo. Hey. All right. So today's topic, we are going to kind of shift a little bit from some of the traditional grief things, right? You know, when we think of grief and loss, uh, you know, we automatically go to who died, okay? But today we're gonna talk about how when we go through new things or as we're becoming new people, how we um, have to grieve the loss of ourselves and the loss of who we used to be. And that's something I'm dealing with right now. So after River and then kind of getting into uh, crystals and all the, all, I guess, all the spirituality things, <laughs> um, really getting into myself, I would say, really diving into myself and beginning this self-love journey, I, I'm going to call it that. And then with going through the, the loss of my grandmother and my mom, it's like, I've really real I've really seen now how much my life has changed since 2019. And it's been such a good change. It's been a great change actually. And I feel like I woke up one day and my life was the life that I wanted. The life that I was Praying for the life that I was searching for. And it really can happen like that. Even though I was present through all of it. And I was present through all the shifts and the growth and the changes. But actually seeing that. Well, I guess, you know, it's like this. When you have glimpses of your own life, your old life, say you go back to some place you used to eat or some friends you haven't seen in a while, or I guess that bar you used to go to or whatever, and it just doesn't feel the same. And sometimes that's hard um, because I, I can wish, I guess, you know, it's not so much wishing, but it's the man, wow, I used to really enjoy this. I used to really like this. I actually really loved doing this. And now I don't. Now I prefer to do something else or I don't like it anymore. And that can be hard. That can be challenging because sometimes the way change works, we'll want our lives to change, but then we'll want them to stay the same And we can't have it that way. It can't work that way. And we do have to let the old life die. You have to let who you were go in order to be who you are. And that is something that has really been a big part of my present reality at this point now because especially now after having Arizona. And so now being this mom, and it's totally different after River because she wasn't here. So to feel and have these mom-like feelings or thoughts, but your child isn't here for you to mother, you don't really know what to do with that. But now that I have a child that is here and is present with me in this life and I'm mothering her every day, man, I, there are times where I was like, man, I, I, I miss the flexibility. I miss the ability to just go and do the things that I would normally just do or how used to I got with just me and Alex being together without a kid. And that is something that is really taking a lot of adjusting and being able to embrace that and being able to love that and being okay with mourning my old life. And I think those are the things that whenever we go through our major life transitions or our earthquakes, no one talks about that. People don't talk about how there is a grieving, there is a sadness that happens with the past. And when you're embracing the future and when you're embracing the the present rather, I've just learned now to own it, to own how I feel in this moment, how I feel right now and being able to say it out loud, like, man, I, I miss when we could do blah, blah, blah. And then I have the, the feeling and then I'm able to be present and enjoy what my life has brought to me and also finding that time to be alone and to be by myself and be able to have glimpses of that life. But I think we we don't ever want to talk about when life changes How important it is to, of course, have gratitude, but how, how, not necessarily how important, but how hard it is to let go of the old life because we will just be holding on like tooth and nail, like, no, I'm going to keep doing these old things when you know that your life has changed. You just can't do it anymore. I'm gonna give y'all a real life example, okay? So the whole mom thing, all right? So when I wake up in the morning, we have our daughter and I realize that it is better when I wake up and my husband, he'll take Arizona and be playing and they'll be with the dogs and doing their thing or whatever, you know, he's just awesome. Gives me a little bit time to rest. But if I go head on and get up and get dressed for the day during that time while he's got Arizona, the day is so much better instead of when I don't do that, because then when it's time to if we decide to do something else, the whole shifting with the baby, watching the baby and all that like Alex just gets dressed way faster than I do and him having to get himself together, it's just totally different than me. And it's just so much better when I go head on and get up, even though I want to just lay there. And I miss that time. I actually miss that time when she was a newborn and Alex would be like playing with her in the morning and just being with her, having his time. They go on walks and stuff like that when she was first born. And I would just be, you know, laying in the bed, just relaxing. Because I, I, y'all, if I don't have to get up, I'm not. Like, I, 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 I don't want to. But now that she's so mobile, she's walking, she's running. It's like, nah, like, Zan, you got to go out on and get up and take care of this. Well, like, I miss that. <laughs> I miss, like, not, like, just being able to lay and sleep and rest. And I I have to find rest in another way. And that sucks because I only think of rest from when I'm waking up from the night to the rest in the morning. Not like, oh, I probably could go take a nap maybe in the middle of the day or go to bed a little earlier. I'm just not, I have to get creative with the rest thing. And that's something I am actively trying to figure out now. All right. For myself and for my family. But it's something like that, like how much I have to just change and say, I have to do this now because it's better. And I know that not everyone's a mom and not everyone's a parent, but I think you you get what I mean, that it's just tough that sometimes we we don't want to let go of things and accept the fact that we can't do that anymore. We can't. It's like eating the food that you know is going to mess up your stomach or mess it, mess your body up, right? We'll still try to keep eating or still try to go or still try to do the thing. And we know that we we know how this is going to turn out and it's not good. And so you just have to let it go, y'all. Let it go. Because when you let it go, then you can just, Embrace the newness and have the enjoyment and the the happiness that can come with what is your present life, the one you prayed for, the one you actually could really want. And if this isn't the life you really want, then let's go do the thing you got to do to change it. Like go make it the life you want because it can, it really can. It can because you want it to. That's it. That's all you need. You want it to, so go do the thing. That's it. I know that's hard. I know that's a challenge. And it's tough because I think that sometimes we just, we don't want to change. Like we say we do, but we don't. And I think you should honor that as well. Because maybe this isn't the right time. Or maybe you need to deal with being scared to change or scared of how your life is going to be different, but you want it to be different for some reason you do. So just go with it, y'all. So I really want to let y'all know that, you know, sometimes it's okay to take that time To mourn who you used to be or what your life used to be or the fact that maybe it isn't as simple as it was before and to show that life some gratitude so that you can take this present moment and have gratitude with that as well. And that is something that I'm actively doing for myself. There are parts of me that that miss like having a regular job because you know, then I could just honestly just complain about how I wasn't getting paid enough or I could just say, oh, I got to go do this and I got to go be there and all this stuff. But I know now like I'm I'm, I'm free. I'm in a total different state and it's so much better this way. But as I let myself feel sad about not having a regular job, I was able to just give that job gratitude and just say thank you for that time. Like, I was able to really appreciate it for what it was then. And it just warmed my heart because it just made me feel so good about where I am now in my life. And that everything really is going to be okay. So I want y'all to know Like wherever you are in your life, whatever change you're on the brink of, whatever transition you're possibly going through, whatever it is that you're dealing with, like everything is going to be okay and it's going to be great. It's going to be perfect timing. It's going to be exactly what you need. And I hope that you can take time for yourself to breathe, take deep breaths and see how beautiful your life can be and how beautiful your life is because there are always beautiful moments. There's always light within everything that we do. All right. So today I decided to use a book, kind of a little like, I guess like book divination. So shout out to Chloe Taylor. She's one of like my favorite tarot readers on YouTube. So I love her and she's a Taurus too. So Taurus gang, all right? Um, So she does this thing where she'll like open up a book and flip to it. And the page that it lands on always ends up perfect. So before we started the camera, um, I grabbed a book that I actually haven't finished reading, but something told me to grab it. So I grabbed Vibrate Higher Daily, all right? So I'm sure you probably heard of this book it's a pretty popular book but if you haven't um i did start reading it a long time ago but i just flipped to a random page and i i would love to read this to you all all right so this is in vibrate higher daily live your power uh i think she pronounced her name layla delia i think that's how you pronounce it so all right so I flipped to the part that says vibrating higher in the world. Mm. You have come this far. You have become aware of energy and vibration in a new and more empowering way. You have journeyed through many terrains and you have discovered the hero within. You have learned how to nurture the right relationships in your life and how to handle the not so great ones. You are doing the inner work. With this ever-growing and empowering awareness, a new invitation now emerges. Turn your attention and intention outward. It is no secret that the world we live in poses daily challenges. As your eyes and heart open to what's going on, the picture becomes clearer and clearer. There are endless ways in which systemic and vibrational hindrances overwhelm us and even hold us back. Information and education are unbalanced and have proved numerous times to be untrustworthy, irresponsible and biased. The modern day health food supply and industry are not accessible to all, being too expensive for the majority of people who so urgently need healthy foods. Our televisions, newspapers, and social media flood us on psychological, heart, and soul levels with toxic messages of fear, hatred, and separatism. It's hard to find nourishing, positive messages of hope, courage, love, peace, harmony, and progress when such stories are overshadowed and drowned out by all the toxicity. More and more, mainstream culture is created and influenced by big budget marketing instead of genuine and relatable voices. And what's more, our mind and bodies from our nervous systems to our hormonal systems to our thought processes and behavioral patterns have come under attack, often altered by toxic chemicals in medicine, water and everyday household products. Many awakened experts and leaders in the fields of health, spirituality, and science have recognized this as modern-day chemical warfare. Our response used to be simply give in, give up, and tune out until a much greater force began to shake us awake to take our power back. How do we show up in a world that we recognize as toxic, Wounded, divided, and hurting in all directions while we are seeking enlightenment, healing, balance, harmony, and a higher vibrational life? And how do we exit the metaphorical terrains and the life we've overcome with higher perspective, power, and purpose? So I'm going to leave y'all with that. Like, how do we do that? And... This is such a beautiful thing because when I think of being better and letting go of my old self and embracing new things, new things that I want and being more present in the world, I know that makes me a better human. I know that makes me a better person, a better wife, a better mother, daughter, friend, person in the line at the grocery store. So I want you to know that you making yourself better makes the world better. That's how we change the world. You change yourself. And I know this stuff can be overwhelming. I know the world can be overwhelming, but when you change you, the world changes for sure. All right. So since we won't make it out alive, let's have a divine time and remember to always stay wild. Bye, y'all.